0: DeAndre Hopkins has officially been released after the Arizona Cardinals failed to find a trade partner with their demands. This is the Fumble Rooski podcast by Power88. And Secret Weapon Consulting, I'm Adam Wright with Justin Tucker. As always, we are without CJ tonight. He's over and missed it at Mystic Aquarium. I know, plenty was- of pictures of all the fish and everything. It was fun. Looks yeah, looks like a good time. But uh he's he he is not here tonight. So it was just us while C while CJ's over out there looking at the fishes. Um but yeah, this is this came as a surprise because we expect that they would find a trade partner at at some point in time and then out of nowhere it it turns out okay, they're not going to trade them. They figured things out and they're going to they're going to hold on to them going into this year. They completely 180'd on that, and the other day, DeAndre Hopkins, on Friday, was released. Mm -hmm. And now, now it's not about finding the trade partner for for DeAndre Hopkins, or any team that wants him. Now it's about Hopkins just wanting to come there, and meeting the asking price. And there's a lot of different destinations for him to go. And on a podcast, um, I'll have to pull it up, it's right here, so... It's on the I Am Athlete podcast. DeAndre Hopkins listed five quarterbacks he'd most like to catch passes from. This is from Adam Schefter, by the way. He said, the Bills, Josh Allen, Eagles, Jalen Hurts, Mm -hmm. Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, Ravens, Lamar Jackson, and the Chargers, Justin Herbert. Now, a couple of these make zero sense whatsoever. Like, the Chargers with Justin Herbert, I'm sure he would love to to catch passes from him. But guess how many targets that that team has? They have Keenan Allen already. They have Mike Williams, right?
1: Have and Quentin they just got Quentin. At- Dall- they, just got Quentin
0: Dall- they just got Quentin Johnson in the first round of the draft,
1: and Austin Eckler in the backfield who catches. Austin Pat.
0: Eckler in the in the backfield, and they have who is it? Gerald Everett at tight end. They have plenty. They have plenty there. <clears throat> it's not about the personnel there. It's more so about the coaching over there. Um, and then so the Chiefs make sense, and we'll talk about them in a bit. Bills make sense. <clears throat> Eagles don't make much either. I think they they, don't, they they don't make that much sense because they already have AJ Brown. Yeah, they also have uh they also have the other kids, skinny Devonte, one,
1: Devontae Smith,
0: Devontae Smith, Quez Watkins is I a would, solid Would you rather have
1: Quez Watkins or DeAndre Hopkins as you like. DeAndre Hopkins, but
0: it, it makes less sense. I'm just saying it, it makes less sense. Um okay. so also they have
1: down to three.
0: Also, they have Dallas Goddard. So yeah. if I'm them, they have they have plenty there, and their passing game wasn't the problem. Like it was, it was a good off. Like honestly, what was the problem with the Eagles? Because that team played really well, and they they were well coached.
1: Uh, Jalen Hurts Just, ball management because he fumbled in the Super Bowl.
0: That did happen. That did happen. And the
1: defense crumbled and collapsed because they couldn't find footing on the turf.
0: That also happened, um, and. Yeah, the Ravens the Ravens I like, they make they they actually make sense. Um and we will talk about all of these different destinations and we're going to in at the end of the show we're also going to make to give kind of an other segment where we give others that haven't really been discussed but could be an underrated fit for DeAndre Hopkins. But we're going to start here with the Buffalo Bills. So the Bills <clears throat> they are a team that is a high-flying air show type of offense. DeAndre Hopkins would fit very, very well here. Um, they have Stephon Diggs. They have Gabriel Davis at their wide receiver one and two positions. They released Isaiah McKenzie, so they are a little thin at that position. And on top of that, um, they do so they they still have their targets. Don't get me wrong. They have they they still have Dawson Knox at the tight end position, and they got Dalton Kincaid. In uh, the first round of the draft, who is supposed to be a very good tight end? Um, it takes a little while for tight ends to really pan out in the NFL, so give it—we'll give it some time for him. But they have a lot of targets, and if he was to go to the Bills, though, with the way their wide receiver position is, it's a little top-heavy. Hopkins could make it. He would be. He would do pretty well with Josh Allen in that high-flying offense. I, I
1: agree with that. I think I think when you say top-heavy, it's just strictly going to Stefan Diggs more than more often than not. So I think DeAndre Hopkins would help balance that issue out. Uh, to be honest, I'm surprised Gabriel Davis hasn't taken the steps that he supposedly should have taken by now. He's shown flashes here, here and there, but he's not the wide receiver too that they've expected him to be so far, which is probably why they have interest in somebody like DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins could more than – advance this offense to where it needs to be. I believe it can even help out the running game because now all of a sudden you might have to double two of their wide receivers, which opens up the run game a bit. You can't have eight men in the box, can't have like seven men in the box. You have to keep it light because you have to cover two all-pro caliber wide receivers now. And DeAndre Hopkins is more on the healthy side because he only played, I want to say, nine, ten games this season due to being suspended for six for the first six games of the regular season.
0: So all in all, I
1: think he is... I think he
0: played 11, but...
1: 11. My fault. It's hard getting up with these games. But all in all, I think he's somewhat healthier than he's been in years. I think he's tr- out trying to prove himself now that he's out of Arizona. And I think he's trying to find himself a proven quality team. They all All the demands that he wants from a team when it comes to, like, a quarterback, a good defense, a good... A good sturdy like organization. It all falls within DeAndre Hopkins' standards of what he wants out of a football team, and he would fit right in for with the Buffalo Bills. And I think the I think Bills culture, Bills mafia, would welcome him in with open arms too. So I don't know. I think it'd be a good fit for him.
0: So yeah, you were actually right. So he did he did play nine games. <clears throat> I thought it was eleven because I thought you know because he missed six games he. Uh, for the suspension, I guess maybe he missed a couple extra with an injury or something. I don't Mm -hmm. remember. Um, But find yourself a wide receiver who misses uh, almost practically half of the entire season and still gets over 700 yards Mm -hmm. in 64 receptions. That's pretty impressive, especially when you're also competing in targets with uh, Marquise Brown, who has really emerged as a a solid wide receiver for – the arizona cardinals himself who is going to be a great fantasy option now that deandre hopkins is out by the way yeah put put him on your sleeper board um but yeah i mean i think so because gabe davis had just over 800 yards seven touchdowns he was a solid wide receiver too he wasn't the type who was who was going to light the world on fire Unless it's some random game in the postseason, um, yeah, but it's
1: I th- Davis game
0: a fully healthy DeAndre Hopkins, who probably who I I can realistically see has another at least another year left of dominance left in him.
1: Mm-hmm. He should
0: do very well with the Bills, and I, yeah, he would probably take over that wide receiver two possession position uh, with Gabe Davis. Not that he's been bad; he's been fine. He hasn't been an issue. He's been a little inconsistent during the regular season. But during the postseason, he does generally show up. He's he's pretty good in big games, which is important. You want your your best players to show up. Uh yep. Stefan Diggs does the same thing. But let's not forget about DeAndre Hopkins here. Um, if you're and if you're like the Bills and you're trying to get over the hump and get and win a championship, I mean that this is this is the type of move you want to make, especially since you have teams in your conference who are getting better, such as the Bengals, who just beat you in your house. Yeah, I mean, you're you're gonna have to over you're gonna have to you're gonna have to outdo a team like them, which is it not a team like them. There's going to be other teams who they'll have to compete against, but they better circle their circle their calendars for whenever they face the the Cincinnati Bengals in the postseason. And also the the Ravens oh, too. I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you Ravens some, I'll give you Ravens some, I'll give you real Raven, your Ravens some love. But Beautiful. come on, the Bengals are the team that they're looking out for. They've beat them twice already, and they have, and they've given them issues. And their their offense, face it, is head and shoulders better than the Bills with the with that three-headed monster they have at the wide receiver position they they continue to improve in the offensive line their defense has remained the same it's solid i'd say it's about even to maybe the bills have a little bit better but it's nothing where you could say that they're you know they have an advantage there you need every you need every piece of uh ammunition that you can get and this is a this is a piece that you want to take if you're if you're the bills with Deandre Hopkins um, yeah. now an ideal off season for the bills would have been if they managed to get a running back, whether that be in the draft um, or if they did it during free agency, they didn't do that. But if they were, I mean, that's something they would have wanted to do because that's a gaping hole in their game. They don't, they, yeah. they don't run the ball well. And I don't, I'm losing faith in James cook. And I don't think Jam- Damian Harris has much left. It looks like th- those injuries are starting to take a toll. Take it from a Patriots fan who's watched him every Sunday. He doesn't have much left.
1: Maybe. Maybe they should have went after David Montgomery in free agency. Maybe. Because if he was available for three years, $18 million, I probably would have taken a flyer on that if I'm the Buffalo Bills and I need help resurrecting the run game so Josh Allen doesn't have to do everything. So that can lighten up Josh Allen and actually give Josh Allen some time to throw to other weapons like Dawson Knox or Stephon Diggs. Or maybe, if they get him, DeAndre Hopkins. But since they didn't, they're just going to have to rely on what they have in the running game right now, which is, I want to say James Cook and uh, Zach Moss. Because they don't have... Oh, no, they have Naeem Naeem Hines. But he's more like a return specialist.
0: Return specialist, pass-catching back. It's more Damian Harris and James Cook who you're really looking at and saying, okay, they might have something there. Um, but Damian Harris, I don't know if he has anything anything left. And even if he does, is he really going to help that run game as as much as we say he is? He he's not. He's good, but he's not that good. He was a type of running back who's good in a uh, a running back by committee.
1: Can he's, That's Jamie? where he
0: does best.
1: And I think they're going to try to do that. I just think they need another back that can—I don't know what what they need. I guess get a back that can move the move the ball on third and one, third and short. I think uh, I want to say he can do that, but I'm not sure at this moment in time due to all the injuries he's a man under that Bill Belichick offense. Y'all, run.
0: <laughs> we don't have to—we don't have to remind ourselves about that. Um damn um but all right so we discussed one team looking to get over the hump kind of the same thing with this next one the kansas city chiefs we're going to explain to you exactly why they are a great fit for deandre hopkins and why he would want to go there himself that's next this is the fumble ruski podcast Welcome back to the Fumble Rooski podcast by Power Radiate and Secret Weapon Consulting Adam Wright and Justin Tucker with you. CJ's out tonight over at Mystic Aquarium looking at the fish. Mm-hmm. So we last discussed the Buffalo Bills as a destination for DeAndre Hopkins. And with the Bills, it would almost be in at least, especially in the passing game. Actually, not almost, it would be in especially in the passing game a luxury signing, right? Because they already have a lot there. Um, they they already reinforced it in the draft with taking tight end Dalton Kincaid, and they mm-hmm. have Dawson Knox. And I don't even have to mention the fact that they have Stephon Diggs and DeAndre and uh, uh, Gabe Davis. They hope they get DeAndre Hopkins. The Kansas City Chiefs, they are a team that, yes, they won the Super Bowl, but they've lost a lot of pieces this offseason. Mm-hmm. They lost Nicole Hardman. they lost Juju Smith Schuster. yes. And with all of that, like like even with what they had, it felt like it wasn't very much and they managed to do more with less. Mm-hmm. Now they have to do more with even less. And it just feels like I'm not saying that I don't have faith in in uh, Patrick Mahomes that he can't get it done. I'm sure that he can find a way to to will this Chief's team to contention. Well, why make things harder than you than you have to? Go out and get DeAndre Hopkins for a year or two, have him as a has a nice maybe one to two year rental. Win a championship or two. Deandre DeAndre Hopkins is, gets to go out with a ring, and you get to maximize uh, Patrick Mahomes' prime of his career. Right, this is something that I I was really like what the Chiefs are doing with surrounding Patrick Mahomes. With very little talent, it's it frustrated me as a Patriots fan when they did this to Tom Brady. They didn't give him very much during that ten-year period where they weren't winning Super Bowls. Or I'll, I'll, I'll scrap scrap that they they had De- they had Randy Moss, but that I was, was about it. to
1: say. Now we're For lying fact, here.
0: There were some there were years where they were not giving Tom Brady very much to wor- to work with, and he was doing more with less. And it's like, great, we know we know he's an elite quarterback, but why make it harder on yourself? Give him more to throw to. If you have a DeAndre Hopkins who's just sitting here on the streets waiting to be signed, you go and get that player. You're automatically one of the top championship contending teams in the conference if you get DeAndre Hopkins. And that's not an over—that's not an overstatement. Because you already have Travis Kelsey. You have to figure something out with, with the wide receiver position. They have Kadarius Toney. But... If you brought in DeAndre Hopkins it would fix a lot of issues that they have here. And I think that's this is that is a slam dunk signing for them. This is this is the spot where I think they should go. And honestly, I think it's a front runner. The Chiefs should be considered the front runner to land this guy. Because he's just because the Chiefs they need him very bad. DeAndre Hopkins wants to win a ring. These guys are perfect for each other. I think this is the spot for him to go. The issue with him
1: going there is cap space. You're going to have to clear up cap space in order to get DeAndre Hopkins. I'm not sure how much cap space they have, but it's not a lot by what I remember seeing. So they're kind of stuck with what they have. I mean, I would like him to go go there because they actually need a number one receiver. I don't trust Justin Ross right now because of the house scares. I don't think Sky Moore is a number one. And I and again, of course they can rely on Travis Kelsey, but I'm not sure you can get away with that every single year. So with that being said, I if DeAndre Hopkins wants to be wants to feel like a true number one receiver, it would be here. The issue is, can they afford to bring him in? He'll take a pay cut from 19 million, but how much of a pay cut is he willing to take? And if you don't have the cap space to make it work, no matter how good. He won't make your team. Unfortunately, it won't. You won't even be an option if you can't afford him. And that's my concern with the Chiefs. If they don't have the cap space to get it done, they're going to have to rearrange some pieces in order to make it. So I'm not sure who's going to take a pay cut. I'm not sure if it's going to be Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, someone on the line, someone on defense. I don't know where they're going to have to find the cap space to get it done, but it it sounds like they won't be able to afford him at this rate. And maybe someone sooner or later when while they're trying to maneuver cap space will pick them up and sign them to a deal. So look, I don't think I think they're in contention, but I don't think they're the front runners to get them.
0: Yeah. You know, um, yeah, you're actually right. I looked up the so the amount of cap space that they have, they're dead last with one mil in cap space. Yeah. So they're gonna have to do a lot of rearranging. But the, like I still Think the front runners because the cap, the salary. I, I don't. I believe it exists. The cap exists. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll get that out of the way real quick. There, there are some people who do not believe the cap is real. They think it's Santa Claus at the mall. It's not the real one, but it exists. But it's easily manipulated. Easily, you see teams who are in cap, who look like they're in cap hell every off season and they managed to get almost into first if they really want to without even cutting a player. I saw it last off season. The Saints were the Saints looked like they were in big trouble with the amount of with the amount of cap space or lack thereof that they had. Yeah. They were, they were way way in the negatives. They went from worst to first without even having to cut a player. Because the the 50 the roster of an NFL team is so big, fifty-two players. So you have you. If you go up to ten of those guys, if you find ten of those guys who can who can get a haircut by two mil each, that's twenty mil. That is that is cleared up. So they if they can do half of that, then you have eleven mil to work with, and then I think you can sign DeAndre Hopkins with that deal, and you could probably even just do that with incentives. Say it's five mil, and then you work your way up from there because i think deandre hopkins understands where he's at in his career he understand he understands that he's going to have to get paid a little less he probably wants to win a championship at this point if you if you look at the list of quarterbacks he wanted to be thrown to they're all championship caliber players so i think i think this gets done i think if they they managed to figure something out some way somehow because they always do the cap, the cap, the salary cap is almost never an issue. There are some, there are some situations when there are, but where there's a will, there's a way. And we have seen that throughout uh, the salary cap era.
1: Oh man, you, you think everybody is the Saints and they can just resign players with minimal issue and it'd be no problem. I'm not sure everybody goes about it the same way the Saints, because you're taking a bit away from the future every time you do do that. Why do you think the Saints look like the Saints the way they do? Even though though the Saints managed to somehow always get out of the negatives, they pay for it in the future because, once again, they always end back in the negatives. So the way I see it, they can do it, but you would have to ask yourself, do I want to pay for this in the future? Do I really want to go through this in the future?
0: The Packers did it too the the offseason prior.
1: Yeah. And they're paying for it now. Look at what they have. Look at the weapons they have given young Jordan Love. Nothing. Yeah, they are paying for it. They could use DeAndre Hopkins. They could use them too. Unfortunately, I don't think they'll sign him because they never want to give quarterbacks, franchise quarterbacks, quality receivers when they're there.
0: It's almost like yeah. Magic. But they're the they're the Saints. This is the Chiefs, and I think there's other there's other context that we are leaving out when we talk about the Saints and how. Uh, as a team, they have not played well. First of all, Drew Brees retired, and this team hasn't been the same since. Yeah. And the, the year after, they seem to be playing very well with Jameis Winston. I guess they caught lightning in a ball with that kid in that one year for about half of it because he then he got hurt. So that part's kind of bad luck. Then you brought him back the next year. He wasn't the same. Turned back right back into Jameis Winston and it turned into a revolving door of of quarterbacks. So that has nothing to do with like the, the salary cap, more with just bad luck with quarterbacks. Your your Hall of Fame, uh Drew Brees retires. You're looking for another answer. It seems like they might have something in Derek Carr. I still believe he has something. Derek Carr. But Some. we'll have to see. We'll have to see with that. I mean, the, the NFC South is wide open there. It's yeah. not like they, they have all that much competition to beat out. The Panthers are going to be a few years away. That is, if the little kid over there, quarterback, can actually play.
1: Little kid. Oh my. You're treating him
0: like he's Kyler. Listen, I did not think it was that bad. Like I didn't pay much attention to it at all. But then I saw him in some in some uh videos during training camp in some clips. It looks bad. Like there is one where There's this shot where um, it's kind of towards the side, like kind of you're in front of the offensive line and they're all crouching down. Then they all stand up. And yeah, and he, Bryce Young, disappears behind them. You can't even see him anymore. That is really bad. Like that's that's like short, short.
1: What is he? He's six foot, he's the same height as Drew Brees. Of course, they're going to disappear in front of him. He's going to disappear. I don't know,
0: man. It's it's hard to do that when you're Drew Brees. But um either either or we're talking about the Chiefs here. I think it's a great fit. And if they can make the salary cap, if they can manipulate the salary cap and make it so that they can afford him, then I think this is a slam dunk. And I do still believe that they are that they are the front runner to do it. Um all right. So going from the Chiefs to another AFC team here. It's all AFC so far. We got the Ravens. We have a quarterback who's been predominantly a running guy. Might it. be giving, might be, he was, he's getting, starting to get some weapons here. He's been do. he's been getting them all off season long, getting some, getting some peace offering for those, those, Uh. those absolute war zone of, Um. what are they called? Freaking, uh, Jesus, Uh, negotiations. I don't know why I blanked on that. Going into the Ravens, why are they a fit? That's next. This is the Fumble Ruski podcast. This is the Fumble Ruski podcast by Power Radiate and Secret Weapon Consulting. Adam Wright with Justin Tucker. CJ again is out. He's watching the fish at Mystic Aquarium. All right. So we've covered a couple of AFC teams and we're seeing a little bit of a theme here. A lot of AFC uh, contenders who are looking to get DeAndre Hopkins get over the hump here. It's kind of the same with this Baltimore Ravens team, a team that's uh-huh. been predominant a team that's been predominantly a uh, run first offense, but since they have changed offensive coordinators, there's been a lot of reports that they have, they're trying to transition more uh, into a balanced attack and give Lamar Jackson the opportunity to pass more. And you've seen it with their acquisitions this off season. they brought in, uh, they all, so they all, they brought in Odell Beckham jr. They already had uh they already had that kid they took in the first round a couple of years ago at wide receiver, whose name is Escaping Me, Justin. Uh, I'm not sure why I'm Sean who, Bateman. Yeah, Bateman. Jesus. Um then they got that kid at the draft, Zay Flowers, at wide receiver. They also have they already have Mark Andrews. And they still have 12 mil in cap space. So if they were to want if they really wanted to bring in DeAndre Hopkins, and it would be a very good fit because they are they are looking to get better in the passing game, this would be the place to go. The Ravens would want him. He would want the Ravens. I think this works very well for him. And unlike the Chiefs, they have the money to do it. I think this works yesterday. They do it.
1: I, listen man if he's available Ravens go get him I don't care that we have all the weapons Lamar needs I don't care if we have Odell Beckham Rashad Bateman, and Zay Flowers if this man is available and he says he wants to play with Lamar Jackson and Lamar Jackson said he wanted Odell Beckham and DeAndre Hopkins as his wide receivers Go and get this man and line him up at wide receiver and play and let him play on your team. Just for the mere fact, I don't want to face him in January if he's on the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't want to face him in January if he's on the Buffalo Bills. I don't want to face him, God forbid, if he's in the Super Bowl for the other team and he's playing for somebody like the Eagles or the 49ers. No, I don't want that. I do not need that. I need him on my team. Catching passes, scoring touchdowns with Lamar Jackson as his quarterback. I don't care who has to take steps back in order for DeAndre Hopkins to get on the field. Bateman, I appreciate you. Mess with you heavy. You're taking a step back. Zay, rookie, mess with you heavy. I think you have the potential to be a real good guy. Your special teams this year alone. Odell, don't get injured. Otherwise, it will be you. I need this man on the field because he is a red zone fiend. As soon as it's 20 yards in, I'm throwing the ball to DeAndre Hopkins, and he's coming down with the ball, and he is scoring a touchdown. He is the 50-50 guy for this team. Odell and Zay are the speed. I want to say Zay and uh, Rashad Bateman are the route runners of the team. And OBJ is, I want to say, the slot guy. And and DeAndre Hopkins would complete this team as the 50-50 guy. No matter the, in these circums, in this situation or circumstances, Lamar Jackson can say, F it, DeAndre Hopkins is down there somewhere. And he'll throw it up. And more often than not, D Hop will get that ball. Pause. And it, I don't care what it takes. I don't care what you got to do to get it done. Get this man on, on this team. Just for the mere fact, I don't want to see him in the playoffs or or come February. Just just, just do what you have to do restructure some deals, get this man on, on the team, and let's go win this damn ring. Enough. Enough said.
0: That was beautiful talk.
1: I just don't want to face him come January.
0: It was like a presidential speech. Had me ready to – it was a real tearjerker. Oh, stop. he be shedding tears. Like, let's get this guy on the Ravens. I think – like, it's – and not only is this a very good fit for him – I think this is if the Ravens really want to to keep pace with the rest of the AFC, which is continuing to get more and more competitive by the day, you've got to get this guy. Because if you if you don't, you won't be able to hold. You won't even be able to win your own division because the because a team That's who bad. we're both thinking That's about right now. Don't do that. We can win with. It's going to take. Is going to beat them. them out. We're winning
1: the division with or without them. Let's let's make that clear. But. I would rather him be on my team
0: than without him. I like your confidence. I really do. But who's the better running back, Joe Mixon or whoever? J.K. Dobbins
1: is is the better running back.
0: Well, J.K. Dobbins may be the better player, off, like person, off the field. On the field and off the field. I don't know why we keep sleeping
1: on J.K. Dobbins. When he was healthy during the second half of the season, there was no running back better than J.K. Dobbins. I will put that on anything.
0: Who has the better pass-catching core? Come on. Come on. Come on. Don't lie to yourself. Who has the better pass-catching?
1: That's how good the Ravens wide receiver core is. I'm going to say the Bengals, obviously, but I'm like, is it that bad? It's the Bengals. I'm taking the Bengals over the Ravens. Better line. Better defense. Better special teams. Us.
0: Defense is better. Offensive line. I have to give it to the Bengals right now
1: better no it's not better than us it
0: is not better than us they're deeper and they also they you're not they, happy steal, happy they have the talent you're not going to Orlando now.
1: Brown get turned over by Odafe, are you you're not going to be happy to you see it
0: so you you have Orlando Brown on one end yeah and then you have then you have Jonah Williams as a right tackle now on the other side that's going to be really God good and God if one of th- and if one of those guys gets hurt you have Lyle Collins who is who is now progressing and starting to get better? You have Cody Ford as a depth piece on uh, to play one of the guard positions if the other guy gets hurt. If one of them gets hurt,
1: <laughs> that's tough. Don't care. Ravens in four.
0: You got Ted Karras at the center position, who's one of the toughest SOBs that they ha- that there are at the center position. Raise any in interior four. offensive line in four. It's not a series. <laughs> that's not, how see, serious this is. isn't this. This ain't the NBA
1: Ravens in two because we play them twice a year. We're taking both games,
0: uh, right? Because they're not playing a third because the Ravens will miss out on the playoffs. No, we're not. Man. We're not missing
1: the playoffs. We didn't miss the playoffs last year and Lamar wasn't healthy for the full season. All right. Okay. You, could, you can, right. it, you could say no know, matter what you want, our team stacks up well against the, against the Bengals. And for some reason, I don't know why people keep doing this, but for some reason Cleveland keeps on getting like rising up in the powers, like in the like power rankings or whatever. They're not better than us, and they're not better than Cincy. And when it's all said and done, the Ravens are winning the North. That's all I care about.
0: Cleveland does have the the, it does have the makings to compete, but they just never do. That's the problem. And the Ravens and Bengals always wind up putting it together, at least in the past couple of years. Obviously, the Bengals. Have had a rough go at it, like during their entire existence, besides a couple of years, uh, a couple years here and there with er, with early career Andy Dalton, and a couple years with Carson Palmer, and then they had Boomer Esiason for like a few years too. That's yeah. about it. That's it, if you think about it. Um, so these are the these are the glory days for the Bengals that we are living in right now. Somehow the
1: Steelers keep getting a winning record no matter how bad they are. They just
0: they're just—they're getting better though. They—they are, they are like that's an underrated roster right now, and Kenny Pickett looks like he could potentially become something. So that that division is just yeah, really, tough, really competitive, man. Every single year.
1: It's a tough division, and they just got Darnell Washington. You know, the tight end I really wanted, but I digress.
0: Well, you got Zay Flowers, which is probably the best case scenario for you. Yeah, I'm
1: fine with that, but we didn't have a second round pick.
0: Yeah, but I mean, all of this that we are discussing about this division in this conference, it just further re- reinforces my point that the Ravens need DeAndre Hopkins in order to, to keep pace with the rest of all these all these teams around them. Mm-hmm. If, they're, if they're not pushing to get better, if they're just sticking with what they are, then they're not going to get past them. And again, like that 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 Bengals offense is explosive. And if you try to beat them at their own game, they will beat you. They've already done it before plenty of times, and they'll do it again. Unless you br- you go and you bring in DeAndre Hopkins and you let Lamar Jackson do what we believe that he can do, which is to throw the football um, at or around the same capacity as, jo- as Joe Burrow can. But, all right, so those are all of the top uh destinations between the bills chiefs ravens we're going to talk about some other ones that haven't been discussed but could potentially be some good spots for for hopkins that's next you're listening to the fumble podcast back to the Fombaruski podcast by power radiate and seek a weapon consulting adam Wright with justin tucker cj is at the aquarium with the fish mm-hmm. all right fishes oh yeah he sent plenty of pictures i'll show you some in a bit but all right so we've kind of d- talked all about all of the destinations that a lot of people have already had on their lists what are some that people haven't thought about but would be a fit and if came out as a surprise team like you know a dark horse we wouldn't be surprised by the fit i'll give you one
1: let me and hear
0: it so look at the detroit lions they've so if they weren't if they weren't going to be without Amon ross st brown then this wouldn't be a fit or excuse not Amon ross st brown jamison williams then this wouldn't be as good of a fit. But you have the Lions team that looks like they're going to be in contention. They're a team that I have at the top of my power rankings in the NFC. So if they brought, like, they're going to be without, uh, without Williams for six games. But if you're looking to contend, you have to make that one move. You can't just win by being conservative all the time. You have to make that effort, we're going for it move. That's going to be a DeAndre Hopkins. And when you have Hopkins and Amon Ross St. Brown, Jared Goff throwing to him, an offensive line, which is one of the better ones in football, a dynamic running game with David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs, a defense that continues to get better by the year. I think you I think that's it. This is a that is a very good destination. And if, if the Lions snuck in and grabbed this guy, I would not be surprised, especially with how aggressive that they have been in Free agency, the draft, trades—all of it—they've been pretty good with that. So I think that would be a good spot for them.
1: I'm, I'm starting to like it a little bit. I'm starting to like D Hop to Detroit. It's a nice little pick for him, considering they don't have Jamison Williams due to off-the-field football issues. But you know, did I sell you? You might have sold me a little bit. I'm, I'm I'm liking I'm liking it a little bit more. I actually, I stayed in the AFC a little bit. I'll go to the NFC in a second, but I said the Patriots. <sighs> Y'all need a wide receiver one, a true quality receiver one that inspires fear in any D coordinator that has to go up against them. DeAndre Hopkins is that wide receiver one, and I feel like you guys need to give Mac Jones something at the wide receiver spot. I'm not talking about draft picks. I'm talking about. Proven commodities at the wide receiver spot. I like Devontae Parker, he's not doing it for you. I like some of the pieces you guys have, they're not number ones. I DeAndre Hopkins is a number one. When you look at DeAndre Hopkins, you know he is a, an elite number one. So maybe, just maybe, Bill Belichick won't be so damn cheap. He'll say, You know what? I owe mech this one. Let me give him a true quality number one receiver. Now It'll be a little bit difficult because Bill O'Brien is the OC and you know, Bill O'Brien and DeAndre Hopkins don't have the best of relationships at this moment in time. But other than that, I think it's, it will be a good fit for him to go there.
0: Yeah. Have you ever seen that part of the Avengers end game yeah. where it's Hawkeye saying, don't do that. Don't give me hope. Don't give me hope. That's what you do. That's what you're doing to me here. Listen, I, I, I love DeAndre Hopkins. I would love to see him in red, white, and blue. Let me tell you something about him. Yeah. Have you have you ever been in that one relationship where you like each other, but you're at completely different points in your lives, and you have different goals in mind? Yeah. That is exactly what it is like with this fit between the Patriots and DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins wants to go wing, ring chase, right? That's all understandable fine and good that's what you want to do when you're 31 the patriots they're not looking to win right now they're still building up to a championship i mean it would be great if they could win now if mac jones turn if it turns out that he he completely won 80s from last year and it turns out that all of these wide receivers they have can play and play at a high level great i just don't see it so they're really they're they're still they're taking steps to Build a contention; they're not quite there yet. They're a year or so off.
1: Year or so off. So So you just made the playoffs.
0: I know, but they they're still trying to develop Mac Jones, and they haven't gotten that wide receiver one. Like, and I'm not saying I'm not saying DeAndre Hopkins. I'm saying like a young guy, a guy who can grow with Mac Jones. That's just not DeAndre Hopkins. He might he'll have a good year and mac jones will make significant strides towards his development but if they win a super bowl it will then deandre hopkins is not going to be the wide receiver one if he even still is on the team when it's 2024 2025 and the patriots are winning a super bowl it's not going to happen that way
1: so you, so you're saying within next within the next two years deandre hopkins won't be good enough to be your wide receiver one to win a super bowl
0: no, he'll be past his prime, and he'll be a wide receiver 2-3 guy. 2 if that. He would probably be more of a 3 at that point in his career. And at that point, is it worth it? Is it really worth it? Don't, spend, don't waste your cap space on that. Go get someone else. Go take steps co- towards being a contending team. This is going to be a very unpopular opinion towards Patriots fans. I apologize yeah. if I offended you guys. Is I'm it? just trying to be a realist here. I would love DeAndre Hopkins. I would love the big shiny object on this roster in the wide receiver, in the wide receiver room for the Patriots, but it's a want more than a need for them right
1: now. The the issue is the issue is that would require you to have faith in Bill Belichick building a a wide receiver through the draft and actually building him up to be a quality numbers number one wide receiver, and nobody in Patriots history believes in bill belichick neither the fans nor the organization right now believes bill belichick can make a wide receiver one through the draft they just don't
0: i have my opinions on what bill should do whether or not he should go through the draft but there's other ways to do it and i think that does not include investing in a 31 old 31 year old wide receiver who may or may not still be at uh, at his best where he could, uh, the, at the level that he has been playing his whole career. I don't know. I just wouldn't, I just, it's, it's more of a want to get the veteran wide receiver. Who's looking to win now than a need because they're not with whether you have Deandre Hopkins or not. I don't think you're winning a super bowl and you, you may not even win the division. Actually, you, you won't win the division. You won't, it's not going to happen.
1: The only way I see this working is if they can't build through the draft and they don't want a veteran wide receiver, they would have to trade for a young elite wide receiver. And nobody is willing to give them up. I don't think you guys are getting Justin Jefferson from Minnesota. That's just not going to happen. They let Randy slip away. They're not letting Justin Jefferson slip away, too. So no matter what, you guys might just have to build through the draft. And, and I don't think Jamar Chase is going to slip either. Maybe T. Higgins. Maybe. Not to get your hopes up, but maybe T. Higgins. But that's as far as I'm going with y'all.
0: T. Higgins is one I would look at. And they could also sign him in free agency because he's his contract is up in, in a bit. And they're going to have to pay Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. T. Higgins is the odd man out if they decide they don't want to re-sign one guy. And Higgins is still young. You could sign him to a multi-year deal, and I think he would be great for the Patriots. Will they do it? I don't know, but I think that would be a good one. And they could also trade for him if they want to do that. But wait for him to become a free agent. Just saying. But like, I, there's there, there's a solution right there. There's a solution right there that doesn't involve draft dra- going to the draft and putting your faith in Bill Belichick to draft a wide receiver and not going out after the veteran wide receiver who has maybe a year maybe two years left of of high level play. I think that's, that's a bet I think it's there's there's better ways to do it. And that's honestly only
1: if they don't franchise tag T Higgins if you're the Bengals, that's only if they don't franchise tag him.
0: Between you and I, I think they should still try to find a wide receiver through the draft if they can. If they decide to do that. I understand the I understand the history there. It doesn't mean you get gun-shy. You have to figure it out some way, somehow.
1: All right. If you believe in him, if you believe in Bill to be able to make it work.
0: Yeah. All right. We're up against the clock here. Um, But before I ask if we have any other thoughts on the show, I'll just spew out a couple other names. Eagles. Um, The Packers are a good one. The Eagles could be fine, I guess. I still don't think they make much sense. Coincidentally, the,
1: the Broncos.
0: The Broncos are, are a solid one. They already have their guys, though. Like that one seems that that one seems a little.
1: It ass. seems a little far fetched, but then you realize sooner or later Jerry Judy's going to be a free agent. Sooner or later, Cortland Sutton's going to be a free agent. So pay him. Pay him. Which one are you going to pay? Young. They're still young. Which one are you going to pay?
0: Both. If you can find a way to pay both, then do it. They're not going to want that much. I mean, it's not like they've been world beaters yet.
1: Yet. If Jerry Judy has a career year, he's going to ask for money. That's all I'm saying.
0: All right. Well, that's all we have for the show tonight. So any other thoughts?
1: Uh, No. Go Celtics.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm not not commenting on that. They're they're losing insane. Oh, oh, it's a, it's called the reverse jinx. It's called the reverse jinx. You don't give hope yet. You don't, nope, nope, won't do it. All right, that'll be it. That'll do it for us tonight. Thank you for listening to us. We have new episodes out on Tuesdays and Fridays at 7 30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We also have all our episodes available on Spotify, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and so much more. Also, be sure to follow our Instagram at fumble underscore podcast to keep up with their podcast and latest coverage on the nfl otherwise we'll see you next week over and out